When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, it's time to get a man on with us uh, who has certainly got his finger on the pulse and, uh, well, hasn't there been some news about today and, and this afternoon? Let's start uh, with the Dragons. And I'm talking to Scott Bailey of uh, Australian Associated Press. Uh, Scotty, thanks for joining us, mate. Um, I was going to describe you as a highly regarded sports journo. That is the truth. Uh, but I just point out that you do actually work for AAP. And I won't, uh, <laughs> I won't ask you to describe actually what the AAP is for. Um but to say you got the finger on the pulse is certainly correct. Yes, uh, AAP's everywhere. That's all people need to know. Uh, basically, when you read something that doesn't have a name to it, it's usually AAP's story. But anyway, that's um, you. That's highly regarded. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know about highly regarded, but we'll go with it. <laughs> of course, you are. Well, can you believe it, mate? I mean, everyone's just shaking their heads. We, we, we saw what happened with with Canterbury. We saw what's happened with Josh Dugan. Um, the Dragons, they seem to have given themselves their own special exemption. So 12 players uh, have been hit with a one-match ban and fines. Paul Vaughan, uh, the host of the party, has copped eight matches. Now, this is his second breach of a COVID bubble. Um, are there going to be further ramifications for Paul Vaughan? Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if there is. Uh, the Dragons have a board meeting tomorrow in the middle of the day. Uh, CEO uh, Ryan Webb was really, really strong tonight in his statement. Um, you know, he's refused to rule out further sanctions for these players. You'd think Paul Vaughan would be one of the players they're looking at as far as potential sanctions, or further sanctions go from the club. Um, you know, like you say, this is the second time he's done it. He hosted the party. You know, there were already some murmurs before this that potentially, you know, he might not be there beyond the end of next year, which is when his contract expires. So, yeah, look, I don't know that, I want, that I'd want to be Paul Vaughan right now. Let's put it that way. Any chance they'll tear his contract up? I don't think it's entirely out of the question. You know, you've got to think that, like, they're, this, this is a breach. There's, there's no questioning that. And at the moment, they're meant to pay for the next, you know, eight weeks. Are they getting value for that? That's, that's a question you've got to ask. Um, he, he's probably, he's had some good weeks on the field recently. I, I thought, I think his last few games have been quite good. But, you know, if we're, if we're being honest, when it comes to behavioural matters, it shouldn't matter what's happening on the field. It should be about what's happened off the field. And him hosting this party has the potential to, well, it has, it will derail their season. I think you know, it would be shocked if it doesn't derail their season. It has the potential to ruin their season. So it's not out of the question that he may have played his last game for the Dragons. Whether that comes to fruition tomorrow, I don't, you know, we certainly, uh, the Dragons have been reasonably tight-lipped on what's going to happen. So it's hard to know exactly whether it could, whether that could be the end of him, but it's, yeah, like I said, I wouldn't want to be him tomorrow. Let's put it that way. Was that board meeting, is it is it uh, just being called or was that always going to happen tomorrow? I believe it was always going to happen tomorrow. I'm mm. not entirely sure, but uh, this will certainly be top of the agenda. Mm, um, this will certainly be top of the agenda now. Let me ask and, you and this, Scott. Let, let, let me ask this, Scott, if you don't, sorry, mate, sorry, mm. jump, jumping on top of you. Um, yeah. He misses eight games. Now, let's let's say Paul Vaughan is on, oh, I don't know, 450, 500,000. Let's, let's just pick a figure. Let's say 450 mm-hmm. is on, right? And I don't know what he's on. Yep. 
He's missing bit more eight. than that, but yeah. Okay, well, let's go with 450, right? That's easy for me yeah. to do my maths. He's missing eight games, so he's missing <laughs> he's missing a third of the season. What happens to the club? Can, can they not deduct a third of his salary for if for an off-field indiscretion like this? And and furthermore, would it not be an idea for then that 150,000 if they were to take a third of his salary out, that would come off the salary cap as well. Do you know what happens with long-term breaches for off-field matters? Yeah, they, they wouldn't be able to get salary cap dispensation for it unless they were to tear up his contract. Mm-hmm. If, if they tore up his contract, um, they would be able to claim how many months, where are we, we're in July. Mm-hmm. So there's four months, let's say, in the year less. So yeah, actually, precisely, it would be one-third of his contract they would be able to get back on the salary cap because... Um, they'd be able to tear it up through breach of contract. Right. Um, but in terms of a suspension, they, you can't claim that money back against the salary cap. What so he still theory- gets he still gets full whack in his pay packet each month, does he? Even though he won't be doing anything yeah. for eight weeks, unless unless they decide to fine him, you know, x amount of dollars that would, you know, I guess make up for if they find him, you know, for argument mm-hmm. take a third of his salary, which which I don't think they will, but if they did. That would be one way to stop um, him getting paid the whole time. But what would happen is um, that would still his salary would still go against the salary cap. And, and as it stands, they, they wouldn't be able to find him that much because that would be, um, I, I dare say, they'd run into some problems with the players union on that because that would be well beyond a, a maximum fine. Yeah, but what um, is now the question, like I say, is mm. tearing, out his, tearing up his contract and you get that money back? Well, well I, I think if, if he was given the decision, righto, Paul, we're going to tear up your contract. Or how about we do this? We're going to deduct the pro rata eight games you're missing from your contract. So we're going to take uh, $200,000 off you, Paul, but we won't tear your contract up. How do you feel about that? I reckon he'd say, yeah, well, please do that. I mean, you've got to think, forget the Players Association for, for a moment. What about the, what about <laughs> the club? Um, what about you? Let, let's say uh, you suddenly tell AAP, fellas, um, I've been busted uh, doing something I shouldn't have done. or, or whatever. I can't write for you for eight weeks, but I want you to pay me full whack for eight weeks. Is that okay? Yeah, I don't know. I'd go down real well with the bosses. No, I don't, don't think <laughs> that would no, You're spot on. No, no, I, I don't disagree with what you're saying at all. For it, but I think you're spot on. But what I don't think... I, I don't know that they would be able to find him that much. I, I just think mm. that, that would... Um, well, I don't know either. I don't know either. And I'm just throwing yeah, this I, out there. Look, if Paul I mean, Moore the, breaks the, his the, leg in the, in the act of duty, um, you know, um, fine. That's part of the parcel of the game. You, you, of course you earn your full pay packet. If, if Paul Vaughan, uh, even if Paul Vaughan was, was suspended for a coat hanger tackle for eight weeks, look, you're doing it while doing your job. Okay, I can cop that. You still get paid, but for an off-field issue that's got nothing to do with the club and nothing to do with your job description, I, I think I think the club is entitled to pro rata deduct. That's just my opinion well, and throwing it out there. Well, going back to going back to, I mean, the, the only time we've really seen a suspension this long for an off, well, we have, I mean, for an off-field incident of this kind, not not going to the no-fault stand-down policy, but is say Mitchell Pearce in 2016 the Australia Day incident and. He's, I mean, the, the NRL finding was 125 from memory. The N- yeah, NRL finding 125,000. Mm. Yeah, and, and, but that didn't, obviously, that money didn't go back to the Roosters. And, and Pierce was still paid his salary by the Roosters while missing a third of that season. And that came off their salary cap, obviously. So, you know, uh, yeah, it, it would it would be a lot for the club to, to find him mm. this full amount. But what, yeah, like I said, the, the way around that would be to say, well, we tear up your contract, we're not paying you, and therefore mm. it doesn't go against the salary. Mm. Yeah. Oh, well, they can have but, those yeah, conversations. I, I, 
I think it's going to be more than just Vaughan they look at tomorrow because it's not as if he's the only person who, particularly if they find that players have misled them, which it would appear that is potentially the case um, in regards to them and the NRL and the police not finding out about Jack DeBellin's um, attendance until or either late last night or this morning. Um, you know, so I, I think there might be more than just Paul Vaughan who's in trouble from the Dragons tomorrow. Weekend at Vaughan's gone wrong, eh? Hey, listen. <laughs> You'd actually see um, a movie post that was done oh, up on that, yeah. Oh, don't, 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 don't. Uh, <laughs> let, 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 no, no, put your, no, you're, not, you're, not, you're not a Hollywood director, right, Scott? Put that, put those thoughts away. <laughs> uh, they need to field the team, not this weekend, they've got the buy. They've got to field the team against Manly in round 18. Um <laughs> So they're going to struggle, aren't they? But they have got, I think, what, three weeks to sort of uh, serve all these suspensions. Yeah, four weeks. So they've got, they have between two to four weeks. So minimum of two weeks, maximum four weeks to serve these suspensions. Look, even if they'd banned them all at once, they still would have been able to field a team. Yeah. Um, it wouldn't have been a great team, but... Would they have enough in they, the bubble? They still would have... Um, they, they could have done it from inside the bubble. It just mm. They would have just managed from what I can make out. But, you know, it would have had, say... Uh, ben Hunt and Tarek Sims backing up two days after Origin. Oh, and against um, a team that's just posted 66 on another mob. Yes. Yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> also COVID ruined, yes. Um, and uh, they'd still have Andrew McCulloch. They'd still have um, Tyrell Sloan, the young fullback, Cody Ramsey, the winger. They, they would have been able to field a team, but it would have been... Uh, their, their bench depth would have been pretty poor. And I think In a, in a nutshell, have... it's it's a... It, it's a bloody big weight to hang around uh, the dragon's neck and then the coach's neck. What what these guys have done now, it's going to be mm. it's going to be a real difficult couple of months, and I think it's going to cost them finals football. Yeah, have you spoken to Clint Newton, the uh, the boss of Rugby League Players Association, today? Yeah, yeah, he came out today pretty critical of them actually. Um, I think it was actually a good move by the Players Association to do that because obviously they've. They've certainly had some issues with the NRL over the past couple of months, and this was, um, I guess, in a lot of ways, uh, it's an embarrassment for the players what's happened, and it doesn't do their, you know, do their position much good in terms of the wider playing group. So, now Clint came out today, uh, said it didn't meet their expectations given what's at stake in terms of the game, stressed that the majority of players have done the right thing, but, you know, essentially said this made, that made, you know, this incident even more disappointing. Um, you know, and the Players Association certainly weren't shying away from um, what the group had done and sort of to how, the error they'd made. How can you? All right. Uh, well, there's other news out this afternoon or this evening too. Two Roosters players are also in self-isolation, rather, uh, Fletcher Baker and Brad Abbey. But uh, they're unlucky rather than being uh, stupid. So nothing wrong that they have done. Turning uh, attention to a story of yours that has captured the, the thoughts of Wayne Bennett. Now, He's taken aim at clubs and players rather than the uh, the new rules for all the score blowouts that we're seeing uh, in the in recent weeks. You've written the story. Um, do you agree with with Wayne's train of thought? I think there's merit in what he's saying. I think there's merit in what, in people claiming that it's the rules. I think there's merit in Peter Volandi's argument that the struggling teams just have to catch up. I think you know it's it's a whole multitude of things. What what you know, what we're seeing at the moment. But I guess what you can't deny is it's, it's not making for great footies. The weekend was the most lopsided in 20 years since round 18, 2001. Um, average margin of almost 27 points per game. So it's, it's not making for good footy. But yeah, I mean, 
there's no doubt that you look at the clubs down the bottom of the ladder. Um, you know, the, the Bulldogs would have lost by 50 regardless on on Saturday, regardless of what rules we're playing under. Um, some of the performances the Broncos have put in this year, I don't know that you can blame the rules for those. Likewise, the Tigers' defence, yeah, I, I don't think you can... The, the, if anything, the rules are, are meaning that, that games that used to be decided by you know, 24, 30 points have been decided by 40 points, 50 points now, I think. That's that's mm. sort of my take on it. So everyone's to blame, really. Well, I guess, yeah. And it also depends. Do you prefer what you saw a couple of years ago with all the wrestle tactics, or do you prefer this opened, expansive, high-point-scoring uh, new game of, of rugby league? And I guess that's uh, we've, we've all got different thoughts on that. We'll move along. Mitch Moses, he finally gets his shot in Sky Blue. He does, he does. And it's, it's a nice story, actually. Freddie, uh, Brad Fittler made the point today of saying that, um, you know, he, he doesn't know if he would be the New South Wales coach if not for what Mitch Moses did for the Lebanon side when he was playing under Fittler at the 2017 World Cup. So I think if you, if you go back to then, um, you know, Moses won them a game against France. It was the first time they'd won a match in a World Cup and mm-hmm. And they almost beat Tonga in the quarter in the quarterfinals, which is yeah easily forgotten actually. But and then the following year, I think I think Moses may have even been you know, Freddie's first pick at the start of the season to be the New South Wales number seven. And Parramatta's form dipped off, and they end up going with Nathan Cleary, who came back from an injury. So um, you know, in in the end, he didn't get there. But I think if you compare Mitch Moses back then to the player he's now, he's a far more patient player. Um, uh, I don't know. Tell me what you think, but I, I just think that he doesn't. He doesn't seem to. Uh, you know, if he makes an error, he's not trying to make up for it immediately. He's not chancing his hand as much. as is a much better game manager than what he was three yeah. years ago, in my opinion. He appears to be thinking about his game a bit more. I think now and a bit more matured and, and measured. Um, mm. And I do love the way you know he's straightening up the attack. You know, very much like a Nathan Cleary does as well. Um, yeah. Anyway, wait and see. Look, oh, good luck to him. Good luck to him. It, it, I would have gone the other way, but I'm not Freddie. Um, I, I would have probably gone Cody Walker and Adam Reynolds myself, but, you know, um, I guess they're looking to the future, not not now necessarily. Yeah, I, I was probably leaning that way as well, but the point Freddie made today was he thought if you brought Adam Reynolds and Cody Walker in, mm. you'd, you'd have to change the blue style of play to be like South Sydney's. Whereas Mitch Moses probably is a bit more similar to what the way they're playing at the moment, the way Penrith play, mm. um, and Jack Wyden is already trained as part of that system as a five eight while, yeah. while being no, a utility. So I, I could see that probably swung me around it. Mm. I guess understanding Freddie's point of view because I probably had the same opinion yesterday to be honest. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, still a two horse race this NRL Premiership. Yeah, yeah, but I think. I wouldn't discount Manly yet. Hang on, you you want to, you're saying it's a three or a four horse race now after what you've seen over the weekend. Yeah, not just the weekend. <laughs> what I've seen over the past month or so from Manly, I, I just think if if Tom keeps playing the way he's playing, if. we're seeing. Yeah, it's a, well, if mm. he stays fit, that's probably the it, right? Yes, yes. But for mine, this is this is the best run we've seen from. A, I, I think this is better than Hano Nine, which I know Hano Nine was. Mm. Spectacular, and there's reasons not to talk about that. But you know, Barber 2012. What are we going to call this then? What are we going to call this? Turbo Turbo 21. Turbo 21. Maybe that's it's got it. Got a ring I to it, see. hasn't it? It has Turbo 21. Maybe this is what we'll talk about in 10 years time. Hashtag but, Turbo 21. Yeah. Yeah, I just think if he if he keeps doing what he's doing, then they, 
you know, mm. are they good enough to beat Melbourne and Penrith in successive weeks? Probably not, but I, I wouldn't count them out of it just I yet. I don't know. Well, mate, and, I'm with you. I'm with you. It'd be a wonderful story, wouldn't it? It would be a wonderful, yeah. wonderful story. Mate, thanks for jumping on, Scotty. We're running short on time. Uh, Scotty Bailey from Australian Associated Press. Um, always good to have a chat, mate, and, and pick your brain. My pleasure. Thanks, Chris. Have a great night. You too. There he is, Scott Bailey from AAP, and uh, he knows a lot about uh, a lot of sports, uh, particularly rugby league.